Did you know that the average adult in the United States spends almost three hours a day on social media? Yeah, that is nuts, right? Well, when you think about it, it actually makes sense. So much of our lives, so much of our relationships now take place online. And that's why it's so important for all of us to be equipped and trained to be able to be active in our faith on social media so that it's not just something that happens in a church building, but that we're able to take the gospel, take the message of Jesus to where people are, which right now is Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok. And so if you want to learn how to do that effectively, how to use social media as an effective evangelism tool, then I would encourage you to check out Digital Missionary Academy. It's an online community of like-minded believers that are super focused on sharing their faith, being active in their faith online, and helping their friends become Christians. I post new videos in there every single Monday, and so if you want to check it out for free, just go to digitalmissionaryacademy.com, or you can click the link in the show notes. That is digitalmissionaryacademy.com. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. One of the things that I think has been the biggest adjustment for us here uh, in the Albritton household is not leaving the house. I imagine for you, that's also been an adjustment. And it's really been an adjustment for our daughter, Riley, who is about 20 months old. And so she doesn't really have like a lot of uh, awareness of why things are going on. She just knows that she can't see her friends. She knows that she can't go out as much as she's used to going out. And it's been a huge adjustment for her. But one thing that we've been doing that's really helped her is we set up a, a new daily routine. I actually mentioned this routine, I think, in the last episode of the podcast. And that has really made a huge difference for Riley because we have her whole day mapped out down to the 30-minute mark and we bounce from one thing to the next. Now, while you might not need playtime or TV time or nap time in your day-to-day life, when you create a pattern, a predictable pattern or schedule, it actually helps you feel less stressed. Because when your brain knows what to expect, when it knows what you're going to do and when you're going to do it, it's able to push those things into your subconscious. So it's not having to consistently make decisions about what to do moving forward. And so there really is a lot of science that backs up the power of habits and routines and how they help us feel less anxiety, feel less stressed, and feel more secure even in unsecure circumstances. And we actually see that Jesus had a daily routine. If you read through the beginning of the book of Mark, starting in chapter 1, verse 35, we get a glimpse of what Jesus's daily routine consisted of. Now, it doesn't give us details down to the hour, but we do see very clearly that Jesus started every day that we could tell by praying that he would wake up early in the morning before everyone else got up, presumably, and he would go off to a solitary place and he would pray. So we see that Jesus always started his day the same way with a morning routine. He would then spend the middle of the day going to the synagogue or the place of worship in whatever town or city he was in, and he would preach. He would preach about the kingdom of God. He would preach about repentance. 
and then he would heal and cast out demons as well. And then towards the evening, when I got time to have supper and to wind down, he would go to someone's house. And typically people would come to that house and he would teach from there and he would heal people and he would cast out demons as well. Uh, we see this a couple times. Once when he goes to visit Peter and uh, heals his uh, mom who's who's sick and under the weather. We see this when he's teaching in a house and a paralyzed man wants to get to him, but he can't. And so his friends create a hole in the roof for, and lower him down. That all happens in the latter part of the day. And so we see this consistent rhythm in Jesus's life that allows him to focus on the things that he really wants to emphasize and knows are important for him and creates a predictable pattern that he can follow. So I've also created a daily schedule for myself uh, because it worked so well for Riley and I was spending sometimes a couple days without really getting a lot of things done that I knew that I needed to get done. So I just created a very rough daily schedule. I typically wake up around 6.30 in the morning. Uh, I've tried sleeping in past that to try and get some more sleep just to stay well rested and to stay healthy. But my body consistently wakes up at 6.30, so I've stopped fighting it at this point. And then I'll typically get up, do my morning routine, and I will spend 45 minutes from 6.45 to 7.30 on my back porch. And I'll spend that time meditating, uh, drinking my coffee, praying, sometimes reading. And that is really the time for me to focus on the things that are important to me specifically making a connection with God in the morning as a starting place to carry me through the day, and then also just to reflect on how things are going, how the previous day went. And so it's really a good uh, check-in for me personally to spend that quiet time with God every single morning. Then typically between 7.30 and 8.30, I'll be answering emails, uh, working on Digital Missionary Academy. Sometimes there's a couple odds and ends, tweaks and things that I'm doing in there. And so I'll spend that hour after my quiet time just getting into the Facebook group, uh, helping people, answering questions, and then answering emails. And then from 8.30 to 9, I will typically eat breakfast. Uh, I will spend time with Andrea and Riley in the kitchen uh, before Riley gets started with her morning routine. And then from 9 to 5.30, I will typically go into the office and I will work and I'll be editing videos and making podcast episodes and those kind of things. But I have that time carved out that is focused time. And then at 5.30, I shut off my work brain. At that point, I am no longer working. I'm no longer focused on uh, my ministry. It is family time from 5.30 on. And that rhythm has been really helpful for me. Uh, before the whole self-quarantine thing was going on, my days were a lot more variable. And some days I would have something similar to what my currently da daily schedule looks like. But then other days it'd be all over the place. And I'd get to the end of the day and I'd feel exhausted. I'd feel tired. And I'd look back and look through my journal and see, man, I didn't even do half the stuff that I really needed to get done. So having this daily schedule and adding some structure to my day has really helped me not only be productive with the things that I want to focus on, but also reduce stress because I know what to expect when I wake up. I know what's coming during the day. And that allows me to take that anxious energy and focus on things that I can control, that I can be intentional about. I've even gotten my daily schedule to the point where my meals are essentially the same now. <laughs> so every day for breakfast, I eat the same thing, eat eggs and an English muffin with butter and honey on it. And then for lunch, I have a PB&J and chips. That's just my first two meals. And that allows me to not have to think about it, to not have to say, what am I going to have for lunch today? What am I going to have for breakfast today? I just go through the routine, just go through the motions, knock it out, and then I can take that mental energy and focus it elsewhere. So 
I share all of those things to say, if you've been feeling stressed, if you've felt unsettled, which is totally understandable, then I would encourage you to come up with your ideal daily schedule. Spend some time mapping out what would your perfect day look like under the circumstances with everything that's going on and all the things that you have on your plates. And then be intentional and focused on trying to achieve that as much as possible. Every single day is going to be different. Every single day is going to give you a curveball, something you weren't expecting. But if we can start with the intentionality and creating structure in our days, it will help us feel less stressed. It'll make it easier to trust God, and it'll make it easier for us to be spiritually minded and not lose sight of the opportunities that we have in front of us to really glorify God during this time. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.